Hi everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page and it's actually it's podcast number 90. <laughs> I know. It's like, wow, I've done 90 podcasts. I don't know how that happened. And but and if you want to look up the rest of the podcasts and and uh, have a listen, then just slip over to Turning the Page and look at podcast and they're all down there in the list and you can enjoy them or skip through them or whatever you want to do with them. But um, wow, 90 podcasts. Uh, today's topic is called When Lesser Dreams Get Shattered. Yuck, you're probably turning off right now <laughs> because who wants to talk about shattered dreams? You know, so been th- I've been through many shattered dreams, you know, and, and I've had other people express shattered dreams to me. And here's, here's some, like, you know, the marriage is over. What about the pregnancy test uh, returning negative yet again? Um, a redundancy letter being handed out. Um, you know, unemployment on the horizon. You know, and in, in that honest place of the soul, you just feel um, a loss of spirit, a loss of drive, loss of beauty. You're just, you're shattered. Um, I remember a few years ago, an acquaintance of mine um, walked up to me with a cheery conversation <laughs> and said the words, living the dream. And after some paused consideration by myself, I, I humorously said, sometimes, and then at other times I feel like I'm walking a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> he looked at me and like, oh, okay. He didn't ask that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of understandable. Um, but live life honestly and you know that dreams get shattered and you probably have had dreams shattered and shattered is an interesting word you know and you think of a window and how like a single little stone can can hit the hard beautiful transparent surface and it can just create a, a, an absolute shattering a crack you know another crack another crack and and you know how the old um car windscreens you know you, if a stone hit, it would just go boof and just be shattered all over the place. Well, modern car windscreens don't do that, fortunately. But it was quite an experience. <laughs> but the um, the glass, it loses its sort of structural integrity, doesn't it? And then it, it bends and it flexes and then it crashes to the floor. You know, a thousand million uh, little fragments of what was once oneness. You know, and there's um, a grief, a loss, a, a mourning, and all of that's appropriate and needed if we want to glean something good out of all the shards of glass and dust and mess. You know, once um, Jesus told this really interesting story of two house builders, and both had a dream home they were building, and it was going to be their, their place of security, warmth, and investment. And their house expressed a, a sort of personal signature about who they were. And this was the house of Mary and this the house of Tom. The big difference was, though, that um, their house, what their houses were built on. One house was built on sand and the other was constructed on rock. And Jesus said it this way, and this is from the message, If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. Just think about that. Rain, floods, tornadoes. (laughs) 
nothing shifted it. Um, and then he carries on. But if you use my words in Bible studies, you love that. If you use words in Bible studies, if you don't work them into your life, you're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. And when a storm rolled in, as they always do, and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Boof. See, I have dreams for a better life than I have now. You know, a life where things just go perfectly. You know, a great marriage, happy children, um, good income, fulfillment, acknowledgement, fame, fortune. <laughs> and, I, you know, I build my life around these dreams. I set goals. I work hard. I read. I manipulate. I control. And I try to make things work the way I want them to. And I'm building my house of cards. And actually, to be honest, it's pretty ugly. Yes, it's functional, acceptable to others, normal, boring, and there's nothing of supernatural glory with it. There's no signature of Christ on it. And then a storm begins to build, you know, and they always do. Rains beat down, floodwaters rise, a tornado sweeps in. And the strength of that which I've built my little house on just begins to be exposed. And the sand grains of collected foolishness, they they begin to lose their sense of uh, energized connection. And dissolving away, I'm exposed as a naked Adam and Eve. I try to cover up my vitals. Ah! Hands rush to hide. And dreams shattered can leave us feeling completely shamed and exposed in words we go through our thinking I was such a fool to ever trust again why did I ever do that in uh, one of my favourite books by Larry Crabb, Shattered Dreams he writes this through the pain of shattered lower dreams we wake up to the realisation that we want an encounter with God more than what we want the blessings of life And that begins a revolution in our lives. That's so good, isn't it? I'll read it to you again. Through the pain of shattered lower dreams, we wake up to the realisation that we want an encounter with God more than we want the blessings of life. And that begins a revolution in our lives. Wow. A revolution in our lives. Something something has changed. We, We start to see things differently. Look, you're going to have dreams shattered. Your hopes will be sort of hulled out, hollowed, you know. Um, Disappointment has an unknown scheduled appointment with you. You know, the flower-strewn pathway has thorny roses, stinging wasps, invasive weeds, and mossy, slippery paving stones. And I know that for sure, because I'm a gardener. But what I want more of? Well, I was in a really good conversation the other day. It was rich with words and deep connection. Um, we shared life. The person I was listening to was sharing something of her life and struggles, and she wanted to be heard. Something within her needed to be known and explored. And a few days later, she opened up even more and told me about her life as a child in a poor rural community. She was rich in experiences and how struggle had shaped her identity. Um, she had she had had her share of shattered lesser dreams but now uh, was growing in deeper dreams 
uh, I have dreams of having deeper, richer conversations with people I care about. Uh, that's a higher dream, one that really excites me. Have you heard of the term dream merchant? Well, I think a dream merchant probably has conned you. I have been. You know, they, they sell you a dream. And here's a definition I found. A dream merchant is a person such as a movie maker or advertiser who panders to or seeks to develop the public's craving for luxury, romance or escapism. <laughs> now I think that's a bit too narrow because it just focuses on sort of movies and advertising. But it sort of captures something of the essence of these spin merchants. Essentially I believe a dream merchant sells you a dream. It's the promise of a better life if you just do this or that. It's the promise in the year of election. That's from you too. I love that line. <laughs> and I've seen plenty of elections where there's been a promise and yeah, oh wow, oh, goody, goody, goody. And then uh, it never comes through. You know, and in the church world it can be a preacher passing out prosperity pill, pills or um, healing hype and whipped up worship or studying the Bible for more knowledge. We've got to have more knowledge but there's little knowing. Or told that attendance is next to godliness. Then I might not say it in those words, but you get what I mean. Or there's um, formulas for a better marriage, family life, and business. Just do these things. Yeah, you know, and it's it builds up a personal the theology of believing God's blessing, however you define that, and the dream merchant defines that, is just around the corner if you just do this and that. There's no faith. No mystery, it's just mechanics. You see, I taste heaven uh, when I'm rich conversation with at least one other person. That, that just sets me alight. <laughs> C.S. Lewis said, um, put first things first and we get second things thrown in. Uh, put second things first and we lose both first and second things. And I wonder, have you placed a second thing um, in a first place? Here's something I want to share in practice. See, currently I'm writing and creating a short course course called Dig Yourself Out of the Hole. Yep, Dig Yourself Out of the Hole. <laughs> really attractive term. <laughs> yeah, see, see, turning the page gets a lot of traffic from people in desperate situations. They, they come looking for help related to dark holes of depression. You know, they're suicidal. They come, read a few pages, and then they're gone. And I sort of, um, I hope and pray that something from the website helps them. But I want to do more. I, I have so much more to share and help that, that I believe I can help them out of their hole. And, but there's a dream merchant within me that fills me with dreams of helping thousands of people, making lots of money out of this pay-what-you-want course and changing the world. You, you know, you, you, oh, you probably get emailed every day like I do with, just do this course, do this thing and... You know, you'll do this, you'll get this, and just dream merchants. You see, that dream of helping thousands of people, making lots of money, blah, blah, blah. I actually think that's a second thing that my dream merchant wants me to make a first thing. It's a dream, actually, that's lining up to be shattered. And I can see it coming. <laughs> but, but there's also another dream merchant. A poor but wise one, and you can look up the reference. I love that little parable on Ecclesiastes 9. Um, and the, that, this particular dream merchant is a good dream merchant and says, um, Do it for one, 
and leave everything else up to God. Ugh. <laughs> Doesn't sound exciting. <laughs> but it's honest. And you see, if my listening intent is on the dream merchant selling me fame and glory, I will, fo I will lose focus on the wisdom offered through the discernment of the poor but wise dream merchant. You see, if I focus on the second things, I'll lose both second and first. Uh, as I wrote this, I, I remember the story of ten lepers that got healed by Jesus in Luke 17. And and only one, um, and they all took off, and then only one um, realised that he'd got healed and decided to come back to Jesus and, you know, proclaim praise. You see, the others, they had their lesser dream, their healing fulfilled. But only one tapped into the greater, the deeper, the first thing. And they returned and gave praise. Look, some dreams need to be shattered. And I pray that God will smash any dreams that are conne not connected to God's greater good for me. You've had dreams shattered. I know for certain, because everybody does. Um, things haven't worked out the way you planned for or hoped for. The question is, how did you respond after the dream shattered into a million fragments? Was there anger? Disappointment? A loss of trust in yourself? Others? God? Perhaps you shook your fist at God. By the way, he's okay with that. Well, they're, they're fine with that. Um, maybe there was a, a dust yourself off attitude and then thrown yourself back into the fight. Um, can I suggest that you ask yourself some deeply reflective questions? Number one, what is truly a first thing for you? Number two, what are the second things? Number three, what... What were the deepest desires hidden under the dream that you held so dear? And number four, who are the dream merchants you have been listening to? Five, what dreams do you need to quietly relinquish a tight grasp of? And what I mean by that is just, yeah, you've got a tight grasp of this is what I want. What, what dreams do you need to just let go of? Uh, what might come back to you if you simply let the second things go and fly free? And um, number seven, what what is a dream that can only be received via some sort of supernatural God intervention? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that, that comes as a thought from a quote from Larry where he says supernatural goals need supernatural resources. And so often I think we hold on to, there's a dream that God has for us, but it's only going to happen through God and when we surrender to God, our, our lesser dreams. Look, some dreams need to shatter to allow other dreams to come into view. Here's some quotes. Uh, as I said, supernatural goals need supernatural resources. Larry Crabb. And the greatest blessing is no longer the blessing of a good life. It never was. It is now the blessing of an encounter with God. It always has been. And uh, our shattered dreams are never random. They are always a piece in a larger puzzle, a chapter in a larger story. 
pain is a tragedy, but it's never only a tragedy. For the Christian, it's always a necessary mile on the long, 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 long journey to joy. <laughs> Larry Crapman, all those quotes are from his book, Shattered Dreams. Uh, some questions. What dreams have been shattered to, for you? Number two, what did you learn from those experiences? And number three, how would you sit and support someone going through a shattered dream experience? Hey, um, thanks for listening or for watching. Just thank you so much. And I, I hope you found this really helpful. And um, perhaps you want to email me and talk about it. I, I really enjoy hearing from my readers and listeners and viewers. And um, it's always good to get a good um, uh, connection, conversation going on. Um, perhaps also you might like to share this post wherever you've uh, watched it or listened to it and subscribe. And um, just a big thank you to those people who um, support turning the page. Um, small little donation, a dollar um, a month, US dollar a month, goes a huge way for me in supporting what we're doing. And just a big thank you if you're one of those wonderful people who throw a dollar in the coin box. Okay, until next week, um, have a think about shattered dreams. Have a think about the dreams that have shattered for you and how you've responded and maybe what has been uh, the dream under the dream that's been revealed. Okay, bye.